It's December 6th, and welcome to Doing Life, Daily Devotions for Finding Peace in Stressful Times. This is the audible companion of the book by the same name. The music you're listening to is Mary Did You Know by Pentatonix on their That's Christmas to Me album. Today's title is Swaddling Clothes. And she brought forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flocks by night. Luke 2, 7-8, New King James Version. I was probably 20 years old before I understood that the manger wasn't the little thatched building in our nativity scene on the mantle, but instead the feeding trough for the animals. I was probably 50 years old before I started reading the early church fathers, and learned that Justin Martyr, 100 A.D. to 165 A.D., was convinced that Jesus wasn't born in a building at all, but one of the caves just outside the city walls of Bethlehem. Evidence that this was long accepted can be seen in the site of the Church of the Nativity, commissioned and constructed by the Emperor Constantine and his mother, Helena, in 330 A.D. It is built literally over the purported cave where our Lord was born. Jerome, who lived from 342 A.D. to 420 A.D., the Latin biblical scholar, spent 30 years working in this cave, believing it sacred while translating the Bible from Greek into Latin. Interestingly, the sheep set apart to be used for temple sacrifice were kept in the fields just outside Bethlehem for a statutory year, through all weather, in all seasons. They were required to be spotless and without blemish. The shepherds who protected them from theft and predatory animals were specially trained Levitical shepherds, even if poor and filthy, from constantly living outdoors. The special sheep over which they watched were birthed in a designated cave, which was kept clean and as sterile as possible before the arrival of each pregnant ewe. When delivered, the new lambs, destined for eventual sacrifice in the temple, were wrapped in clean cloths, kept in place with torn strips of bandage. The intent was to keep them from becoming blemished as newborns, so they would be acceptable for sacrifice. It's no coincidence that the angel Gabriel, among the host of angels who appeared to the shepherds watching the flocks that Christmas night, told them the Savior would be wrapped in the same clothes they used for their newborn lambs, but lying in the manger. The angel was aware that they already knew to what cave they would need to go. The significance of the swaddling clothes would not be lost on the Levitical shepherd. This babe was unblemished and destined for sacrifice. So, the Lamb of God, John 1, 29, 36, Revelation 5, 6, and 7, 17. Foreshadowed by the Lamb that God would provide to take Isaac's place on the altar, Genesis 22, 8, would live the perfect life, unblemished by sin, and then be sacrificed for the forgiveness of all our sins, past, present, and future. God has a purpose to everything under heaven, 
I always felt as a child how cruel it was that no one would take Joseph and Mary in on a cold winter's night. And while that might still have been true, as God is wont to do, he turned an evil to good once again. Had there been room in a Bethlehem inn, or room in a Bethlehem heart, the Christ child wouldn't have been born in that well-known sacred cave, and wouldn't have been swaddled as he was, just as the sacrificial lambs were wrapped. The symbolism of the Savior's birth as a newborn babe, wrapped in such a way, was evident to the Levitical shepherds. Undoubtedly, their testimony contributed to our knowing the story today. Christmas time always finds many alone, many cold, many on a hillside away from the warmth of the fires and the life in town, as it were. But remember, if you're feeling like one of those, that God chose to come to the lowly, not the social elite, just as his son would seek out the lowly, the lost, the sick, and the frightened. The message of the gospel is not just that you can become a new person with the hope of eternity, free from guilt and shame, which all of mankind carries, but that he will always find you where you are, and when he does, you'll never be alone again. Father God, we are blessed that not only have you offered us undeserved forgiveness, you have promised to actually dwell within those who believe, so that guided by Christ, the light of the world, we need never be alone in the dark again. Amen. Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on God? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy has come? to make you new. This child that you delivered will soon deliver you. We'll see you tomorrow.